Hello guys and welcome to the Limitless Landscapers podcast. I'm Paula and today I'm talking more about planning your business going forward. It's January, it's the month to really let's say, think big, think strategically and plan ahead. And I'm going to be talking through competitors and also content. So you really want to listen to this episode if you are looking to, well, basically make a difference this year. So let's go to the show. As the co-founders of the Landscaper Circle, we help you get more money, time and freedom to become limitless through our experiences as fellow landscapers and our tried and tested methods. If you want help with your marketing, managing or growing your business, you've definitely come to the right place. If you're a landscaper, garden designer or supplier to the industry, then hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, let's get back to the show. Hello, hello guys and welcome. It's, yeah, we're going into the, well, it's the 9th of January when I'm recording this. You'll be listening to this on Wednesday when it is uploaded for you all to hear. I hope you're having a lovely January. I actually, today I was thinking, oh, I still haven't done X, Y and Z. And then I realised, caught myself and thought it's only the 9th of January. We're still at the very beginning of 2023. I'm still feeling super hyped, super pumped for this year, feeling really positive. There's lots of things going on. Nothing's perfect at any point or any level. And just life isn't perfect. In fact, yesterday I was doing the homework with the children and my five-year-old, he's such a perfectionist. If he makes a mistake, he gets really stressed with himself. And I said to him, you've done the F the wrong way around. So cross it through, let's write it again. And he said, no, mummy, it must be perfect. And I said to him, mate, life isn't perfect. You're learning. Things aren't going to be perfect. So don't worry about it. Let's just get the job done and learn from our mistakes. And that's kind of as it should be. Nothing is perfect, Nothing, nor should it be. A perfect life is pretty bloody boring, if you ask me, because to learn means you're always levelling yourself. That's one of my words on my vision board you can see behind me. I think it's really important that you're prepared to learn, make mistakes and learn from them in order to grow yourself and your business. So today, I actually started this... I was, wasn't sure what to talk about in the podcast, and then I started reading an industry magazine... And it highlighted a company in there that is actually one of my competitors that I've never heard of. So then it got me thinking about competitor analysis, because this is something that I've been kind of looking at because I've been going for some funding. So I'm having at the moment to put together some grant proposals, applications, which means creating a formal business plan. I do have massive ideas and I have plans, but a formal business plan, well, mine's about five years out of date right now. And I'm doing it for both the businesses to basically build them this year. So it means really looking strategically at things like SWOT analysis, looking at competitor analysis, looking at how I'm going to deliver on the plan. So it's really good for getting down into that. But also it really highlighted that I haven't looked, I haven't done a competitor analysis on my business for many years now, particularly the landscaping business, because it has built such a good reputation over the last, what, 11 going into the 12th year that we don't really 
pay much attention to competitors. Not that there's not that many there. It's just that we're pretty happy in our lane. We're getting the good clients. We're getting a lot of repeat clients at the moment as well, which is fantastic. Not very much just not really engaged in much competitor analysis, apart from knowing who's around. Obviously, you know who you price against. But today, a particular company was highlighted and it got me rethinking about that and how you can utilize competitor analysis. I think it's really important as well at this sort of, time of year we're kind of in a planning and dream mode that's how I see it at the moment I mean we've done our vision boards me and Mike have mapped out aura for the next year and beyond I'm in the process of doing the same with TLC and I've been using positive affirmations every day to try and up level my positivity and to really start changing those pathways in my mind and get the mindset on board before anything else can happen. And I've been journaling every day as well. So I've been doing all of the things to try and ensure the mindset is in place. And then I know I've got these other things that need to be done. So the formal business plan and also the competitor analysis. And I started looking at said companies website and then just having a little thought of how people would see us compared to them and what we offer that's different and also are there collaboration opportunities with that particular company because we seem like we are attracting a similar client base so it's quite interesting and actually I would urge you to do it in your company not to take too much time on it I'm not suggesting you spend a whole day looking at competitors but just having a look at what their presence is online what are they doing that you could be doing or want to be doing how are they putting themselves out into the world are they writing blogs are they what sort of information are they putting out there how are they packaging their services could you take anything from how they're doing it to improve yours and I'm not by the way saying copy anybody but we all can inspire each other and sometimes it takes looking at a competitor or even someone who's not a direct competitor so they might not be in your area but you really feel inspired by the way they mapped out their website or run their services or the way they do their Instagram for instance and it's really good to then pull those ideas away and utilize it in your own business in your own way in your own style but a competitor analysis is really good because you can sometimes like me been going for nearly 12 years you can really just be so focused on your own lane that you don't notice what's going on so you're coming up with some new ideas, but are they already being done? Is someone doing something that you didn't even realize that you could have worked on with them, et cetera, et cetera. So there's lots of, not only when you look at competitor analysis to see how you differ, how you could improve, et cetera. It's also important to look at, are there collaboration opportunities? Are there people out there that you didn't even realize are available to collaborate with? Are there opportunities there? And that's kind of where I'm at with this whole competitor analysis thing. So now I'm that's kind of on my radar and I'm looking at other people in the area and, you know, doing that exact analysis. Like what can I take from it in a positive way? How can I improve what I'm offering to my clients? How can I communicate what we do better? And how can I connect with the right clients for us as a business? Because that's ultimately the key really is how do you identify your ideal clients and then how do you communicate to them that you are the perfect landscaper or garden designer or both for them and that's really the key and what I wanted to share with you is part of this grant funding that we're looking at 
as the businesses we've been on a lot of workshops so looking at different things like content creating business plans SWOT analysis that sort of thing strategy and everything like that which is fantastic because although having my own business so long and also having TLC obviously I know a lot about marketing content building a business but sometimes going on these webinars and stuff can just really re-inspire and reignite what you already know but also there's nuggets of learning that you can take away and implement straight away and one of those things are what I did on a content marketing optimizing content marketing course with them is all about creating customer-centered content and it was quite interesting because what customers actually care about is not you per se it's about the problem they have and how you can solve it so sometimes we go down the route of selling ourselves selling how good we are how many awards we've won how many happy customers we have and really all the customer wants to know about although they do want to know about you and we had this discussion in group coaching last week they do want to know about you and it's important that you obviously highlight your wins in your business and how well your business is doing and how you know how fantastic it showcases your clients projects and stuff but they're more interested on how you can solve their problem and that's what you got always remember which is why it's customer-centered content what can you do to solve their problem the important bit is how you communicate that to your clients is your messaging on point are you creating content for everyone instead of niching down and being very specific to the ideal clients that you're looking for? Some people can be quite scared about doing this because they feel like they should, you know, attract as many people as possible. When actually, if you get clearer on your ideal client and you can niche down on your content and niche down on your ideal client, you'll get a much better result for less really effort. The more targeted you are, the better return you'll have on the effort you put out there. And yeah, this this particular course was very good. I mean, it talked about how people go through from the phases from awareness right through to purchase and what's considered marketing and what's considered sales. So it was all very interesting stuff that I know and <laughs> a lot of the percentages randomly of who use content marketing and how they think. There's some facts actually that I'll share, which... For B2C, which most of us are, so as landscapes and garden designers, we're constantly trying to get in front of clients, which is a lot harder than B2B, in my opinion, because when you're looking for businesses, there's a lot more information on businesses than there are homeowners out there. And B2C is 86% of people feel more positive when they're reading the content from people that they like. And only 68% of people actually read the content that brands put out. So we create a lot of content as businesses and actually only 68% of people read it. Oh, it would be great if it was more, but it just means that the message you're putting out there needs to be really specific and they need to understand everything. It's pretty important. So content marketing is really, really important. Now, there are three types of content that you can utilize within your marketing strategy. And it's the time of year where we need to be looking at our marketing strategy for our businesses, our business strategy, basically every blimmin' strategy you need for your business to succeed. And you've got the creative content that we all create ourselves and put out there. You've got curated content, which is when you find stuff of interest. So you might read an article and want to share it with your followers or you might want to add it as part of your blog. It's curated content that's already out there. So existing content that you've curated, so you've put together 
and it's relevant to our ideal client and our audience and we share that and then you've got user generated content now this is really key it's the most powerful um, and it's because it's things like getting testimonials and reviews it's about sharing our clients using our service and the whole point of it is to install trust into potential clients and it engages other people because if they see people like them so if you have got good client reviews maybe videos and stuff and people see themselves in that person they're more likely to engage with it it's a really important thing to make time for I don't feel we make enough time for it in our business and that's something that I want to put into the strategy this year going forward so that's the three types of content and then when you're looking at creating content there was a really cool exercise we did in this particular webinar and it's all about well optimizing your content for the best engagement and that means basically looking at what your clients want to know so you had to think about your business in three areas so you look at you so a list of keywords or topics that you associate with your business then you look at the commonalities sorry the audience and that is a list of interests and keywords that your audience would search for look for relate to and then you look for the commonality so the words and phrases that are on both list one and list two and that fit your brand so as an example for my landscaping business the keywords and topics that I've used in my business are basically service related driveways patios gardens landscaping garden transformation soft landscaping garden features lighting multi-award winning home improvements etc etc and then the list of interests and keywords that my audience might search for is look gardens summer outside space entertaining garden for entertaining gardens for families car parking requirements garden designs home improvement planting for small gardens planting for big garden etc etc so you do that and then you put the commonalities in the middle so for my commonalities garden design gardens planting outside space are on there and then the idea is that you create content based around the commonalities because that should then in theory engage your clients and be on point with your brand and it's quite important just to have a think about what content you're putting out at the moment and then you look at what's the most important so you know is gardens most important or is it home improvement and whether you would put more in stuff out about home improvement or gardens so it's kind of thinking about your content in a different way I found it quite helpful actually and I found that it really focused my mind, particularly when you're looking at creating blogs, creating posts. All of this has to come from sometimes you can be a bit like, oh, God, where do I start? What do I do? And really the key is to try and map out some common themes that would, you know, basically apply to your clients that your clients are searching for. If you've got Google Analytics, you can have a look at what your current clients and people that are coming onto your website are searching for where they're coming in from which is always good to know because then you can really focus your targeting your marketing and your efforts and then the next step really is to map out your content plan and create an editorial calendar for these pieces of content and that can seem like a massive task but it doesn't have to be because what you could do which is what I've 
you know thought about doing in the businesses is basically what my message and goal is so what's the message that I want to put out about the business and what's the goal so do I want people to buy a garden design for instance or inquire do I want them to buy a driveway for instance any of these things what's your goal for each month and then each quarter and then map that out so really you've just got the month the key message and your goal and then you can put what how you're going to deliver that message so it could be a monthly blog it could be five instagram posts it could be a video it could be a testimonial and you can just map it all out it doesn't have to be fancy you can do it on a scrap of paper if you like but you really need to start thinking this kind of climate you need to think about a your ideal client b your competitors and then c curating your content to get the maximum engagement so they are the three things I wanted to go through today. I feel like I've done a bit of a whistle-stop tour of it, really. But if you want any help or further guidance on any of that, you can drop me an email, info at melanscapercircle.co.uk. If you're listening to this and you are new to the business, you've just set up or you're looking to set up your business, then perhaps From the Ground Up course is for you. Go to From the Ground Up on the TLC website and you can join the waitlist. The new cohort starts at the end of this month. So the 30th of January, we will be going into the next cohort really cohort two of the course which I'm really really excited about so if I can help in any way with anything we've discussed today I mean I'm still really super pumped for 2023 I haven't got all my ducks in a row yet so don't be under any illusion that hmm. I'm, I'm ready but also be aware that we're only nine days into the month and actually I've done a lot more now than I had done this time last year so celebrating that small success that I'm further ahead than I was at this time last year can only mean that I'll be further ahead this year than I was last year when it comes to December so if you've got any questions like I say get in touch follow us on Instagram at the landscape circle and at the limitless landscapes podcast and I will see you next week for another fantastic episode I hope you're having a fantastic January guys and I will see you next week